Hello, I'm Kristen Perman, and this is Updates You Didn't Ask For. Hi, friends. I am coming to you live from Salem, Massachusetts, where we have experienced our very first snowstorm in a decade because we haven't lived on the East Coast in a decade. And let me tell you, friends, we have been indoctrinated. We we had over a foot of snow, and because of that, it meant that I got to use a snowblower for the first time, and because the snow was heavy and there was slush, oh Jesus, they're, they're doing construction right outside on the street, even though I'm inside, the windows are closed. It's noisy as fuck, but this is just, you know, this is just on point for me, right? This is how... This is how this podcast rolls, and I guess this is how it forever will be. So we had this this beautiful heavy snowstorm, and the only way to get out of it was to, unfortunately, if you don't have a snowblower, dig out, which, God, that would have fucking sucked, or blow it out. That's what he said. Um so we pulled the we pulled the snowblower out and I you know if you've seen them they don't have a ton of functions but there's let's say there's a good handful maybe even eight things that you can do and might possibly need to do with with this piece of machinery and I did them yesterday and it's not to say that my husband doesn't want to be the man that uses this machine but I have if you know me, uh, I like machinery, I like tools, I have always wanted to use a snowblower. Like, I literally think that they are fun, they ex- they, they're not as fun in reality as I would have thought, because that fucker is heavy, and, you know, it takes a lot of your body to move it. Thankfully, I'm not as sore as I would have expected for how little I work out, so that's a bonus, but... I ran out of gas in the time that I was using it, and I also stalled going up a hill, like an actual, you know, an engine. Um, I stalled out, honestly, though. It was because uh, there was too much snow in the auger, and the auger is basically these this roller of razor blades, like Freddy Krueger on crack. And there's, you know, you never want to ever stick your hand near any of it, any of it. And, um, but one thing I did learn, so you also learn things, obviously, when you're using a piece of machinery and you're going through all of these things like I did. You really, really, really need a plan of action of where you're going to blow the snow. Like, where are you going to put it? Because I don't live in a big field. I live in a freaking pretty congested city. Not congested, but we're we're in, you know, we're in the city, we're in the city center. So there are not a lot of places to blow the snow. But I was blowing it onto our deck and I blew it against the fence wherever I could. I was blowing it into the street. I didn't know there are city ordinances against it. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you will have heard this story. I apologize, but fucking douchebag in a big black truck. So I'm sure we all know what his pecker looks like and 
his poor wife is all I'm going to say, assuming that he was actually uh, with someone because he's a real piece of work and psh, I, I mean, I don't even know. So he pulls over, he makes me come over and I'm going to preface this and say that if, I, if it had been my husband out there, I really highly doubt he would have said a fucking word. He says to me, you, you were blowing snow into the street. And I said, yeah, it was, I, 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 I'm, you know, I couldn't help it. It was an accident. And he's like, what'd he say? I don't even remember what he said. He goes, I I need you to tell me where you live. And I looked at him and I said, what? He goes, I need you to tell me where you live. Because when I, when I, if I have any damage to this truck, you're going to be getting a bill. I paid $40,000 for this truck. And I looked at him, and mind you, this fucking douchebag, he didn't stop when the snow accidentally hit his car. And it was not a lot. It wasn't like I fucking sprayed him. He was also driving too fast down the street, but let's not even talk about that. Um, he didn't stop right then. And, and an angry asshole like this would definitely have stopped if it was actually any sort of snow that had made any impact. So he comes back and I don't even remember when or if, I don't even know. He caught me off guard. So I said, but obviously not off guard enough to not mouth off because fuck off, dude. So I said, first off, there's no way you can actually prove that any of that accidental snow hitting your car had anything to do with me. And he looks at me, he goes, it's illegal. And I said, I didn't know. And he goes, I don't care. And I looked at him and I said, well, I don't care either. And I turned around and walked away. I'm pretty sure if my neighbor had not been outside also, that guy would have jumped out of the car and, you know, he wouldn't have been done with me. Pretty sure he also wrote down our address and I wish I had had my wits about me and walked over and taken down that motherfucker's license plate number because I talked to the police today who are outside doing this construction work you hear. And the lady officer said, first she scoffed and said, if you are going to get in trouble because it's a city ordinance not to blow snow into the street, it would be a $20 fine, but it is not illegal. So we've decided that if this motherfucker actually comes at us and tries to say anything, we're going to go to the cops because it's weird, right? It's harassment. There's no reason for him to have acted like that. I didn't fucking do anything to him. Like, what a dickhole. What a fucking dickhole. I will tell you when he goes, I mean, I don't mean to be a jerk about this. And I said, no, but what you are doing is actually mansplaining to me about what I should and shouldn't be doing. And this has nothing to do with me. So that's when he told me that it was illegal and told me he didn't care. But I was pretty happy. I was very, very happy that I told him he was a mansplainer because whether he understood it or not, Nobody wants to be called that. So that was my snowblowing experience. Um, I did good, though. At first, I thought I didn't do good. I really thought that my pattern was crap and that I hadn't dug a good hole or path or any of it. But as the snow has melted, I see that I really did do a good job. I, I yeah, I, I can do better. 
I know how to do better. I will do better. But for the first time out, I'm, it's not bad. And I'm really grateful, actually, that it was such a big snowstorm and, and such heavy use of the snowblower because now I really know how to use it. And we, we know what to do now. We know how to dress. We know what to do with the doggo. Like, that, that makes me, that's, that's, I feel like I couldn't ask for very much more. So there is that. And... Uh, God, it long pauses. I'm really killing it in the episode tonight, aren't I? I was going to talk to, I made a little list and that's why I got a little stuck because it's, you know, random. That's what the plan is. I, I wanted to talk to you about, um, how I love these little, um, instant coffee espresso sticks that I've been having lately. Uh, Cafe Bustello is the brand. I, I will tell you that now that I've been talking to you about this and that it's being recorded and that the phone is recording it, I will see a commercial for Cafe Bustello on the television. Uh, this happened the last time I talked to my friend about Cafe Bustello instant sticks, but you can get them at Target. Uh, you might have seen, um, or you can probably get them anywhere. Uh, you might have seen the can of the coffee in the grocery store, but I highly recommend the sticks. The sticks are great, uh, especially for travel, like especially for travel. All you need is hot water. And if you don't have any, um, if you don't have sugar or you don't have any, uh, creamer or whatever, it, it, it's pretty damn good tasting coffee. So that's something you should go for. I, uh, have been watching all of the things I, what did I watch? I watched Peaky Fucking Blinders by order of. That is a good show. And I also watched The Crown season three, which I thought started off so slow. I seriously was not going to even, um, I wasn't even going to do it. And this is, this is how lazy I am. Um, I have to watch Peaky Blinders. I have to watch most um, UK productions with subtitles because I can't follow the accents. So when I was watching Peaky Blinders, I had subtitles turned on and I was too lazy to go figure out on the television how to turn off subtitles for all of Netflix. So I watched The Crown too, um, which I ended up loving. I loved it. And what else did I watch? Oh, I watched a movie on Amazon Prime called Britney Runs a Marathon. I I highly recommend that movie. Man, is it good. I mean, it is about running, but it's so not about running. It really, it's worth watching. And I think I'll probably watch it again because it's, it's one of those kinds of movies. Speaking of fucking Amazon, uh, I don't know what it's like for you, but Amazon Prime is bullshit now. They're, I can't tell you the last time anything came two days like you pay for. The last two weeks now, most things come once a week. Once a week. And then if I want it sooner, I can pay for it. But I'm already paying for things to be faster. So, and I'm, st- I'm you know... I, I, the, the pauses there are not good because it was, I guess it was trying to be, you know, witty or make an emphasis or point or whatever. The point is 
when my subscription is over in April, first off, I need to go onto the computer after I get off here talking to you all and go turn off auto renewal because April, which is not that far away now, which is ridiculous to think about, but come April, when my Amazon Prime membership ends, they can go scratch because I... I'm sure you know, but I didn't know for a very long time, so I'm going to share this here in case somebody doesn't know, because if it helps one person then and takes one, <clears throat> one prime membership, one more prime membership away from Amazon than B, then that's good, because they're, they've, they've gotten too big for their fucking bridges. They got too big for their bridges a long time ago, but now, now it's bullshit. Uh, with one Prime membership, you can have four emails on that one Prime membership. So that's a family account, right? So me and the kid, my kid is already on mine, but the mister and I don't share one. And you know what? We are going to be sharing one. I'm going to go on to his uh, after April because there's uh, the three of us can, we'll still have one empty spot. So I, um, you know, we can put Howard on there. I'm just kidding. God, I'm really sorry. I I really appreciate you guys listening. I really, really appreciate your support because, because I, I see that some of this is, this can be painful. This is a painful episode. It's painful for me too, feeling it coming out of my mouth and hearing it and thinking, oh Jesus, this is so cringeworthy, but I'm 1344 into it. And I, I really don't feel like recording again. So I'm going to tell you that, uh, and I'm going to talk about this at a later date because maybe the reason I'm all babbly and rambly is a lot of deep shit's been happening around here for me. And this has been a heavy year. It's been a good year, but it has been a year of peeling away the layers and getting to the core of who I am, especially uh, the shadow side of who I am and addressing things that I don't like about myself, but accepting things I don't like about my Excel self and, you know, looking at, looking at everything and I've already done a lot of it, but our kid coming home for Thanksgiving, that, that brought up some things that needed to be brought up and that, whoa, all good, but I don't know if I'm going to talk about it because I don't know. It's not just my story, but it is just my story. So we'll see. I also had an epiphany about what my path is, like a really good epiphany, and it pulls together every single thing. Um, I've been making work. I cleaned up my studio, and if you know me, that freaking studio floor has been a mess. There's nothing. There's no more shit on the floor in there. The main work surface, the two main work surfaces can can use some help and they will get some help because I'm really ready to be up here making things in there. It's, it's time. I am going on a little overnighter Sunday night to Monday. I'm going to New Hampshire. I've only ever driven through New Hampshire. No, that's a full out lie. I've gone to Swam Lake, which is in the White Mountains in New Hampshire. So I have actually stayed in New Hampshire, but that was a long time ago. I have not, I've driven through New Hampshire only since I've lived on the East Coast this time. So 
I was going to go to Maine, but Maine's a little further. New Hampshire, where I am going, is an hour away. Um, I need to make some work in a hotel. The hotel, from the pictures, is what I need. It's not like it's a fancy hotel. It's actually a Hamptons Inn, so there you go on that one. But the other thing is is that there are quite a few um, thrift shops in this town and along the way, and you know that I love me some New England thrifting. I have thought about having an Etsy store maybe for some of the things that I have. Not an Etsy store, an Instagram store. I don't even know. Tell me what you think about that. Would you want to, do you ever buy clothes from people off of Instagram? Because I have some really cute things. Maybe they're mom things, maybe they aren't. Fry boots and different clothing that is just, it's barely used, especially the shoes. And I just, you know, I I give away so much, but these things feel like I'd like to sell them. So trying to think about some of that stuff and I'm going to watch Fleabag for a third time because it's just such a beautiful series if you haven't watched it I really encourage you to do so it's lovely and that my friends is all I have for you you all are lovely I love you for your support goodbye